Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. Guys, it's all about prayer. It's all about prayer. That's what I'm about. That's my life's work. I do many things, but prayer is the heartbeat. Thank you for joining the prayer broadcast today. I'm hoping that we can do some damage to the kingdom of darkness. Would you please, all of you, try as hard as you can today to track with me. I've been grieved all week, can't sleep, woke up this morning praying, and we've got to begin to come together. Would you please help me today to do some damage to the kingdom of darkness? Amen. Our church is in South Florida, Awakening House of Prayer. It's a house of prayer, prophecy rooms, healing rooms. It's all there. Friday night, we're having a prayer rally and a mantling service, mantling social justice prophets and intercessors to pray without ceasing for the ills of our age, including racism. Please come to South Florida. Get in your cars, drive, fly. I'm serious. Friday night, seven o'clock. Meet me there. Meet me there. Meet me there. Our church services are at 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. We have a very diverse community Two separate services, two separate messages, two separate experience. There's something for everybody at Awakening House of Prayer. If you can't come in person, watch online at ahop.online. Amen. Check out the Ignite Prophetic Network, ignitenow.org, contending together for a true prophetic flow. True prophets, true intercessors hate injustice and will speak against it, pray against it, stand against it. Amen. And we've got to be about our father's business. Check out the Ignite Prophetic Network. We're going somewhere. God is good. The Awakening Prayer Hubs, guys, I need another hundred of you to start Awakening Prayer Hubs. We've got a hundred prayer hubs in the nations of the earth and several full-blown houses of prayer, a few churches. I need those who are serious in this hour about standing against the enemy's work in all of its many manifestations to join with me and help me help your city. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Amen. Join the movement. Someone share this right now as we begin to pray. 
I'm reading not from today's devotion. I am reading from Victory Decrees. Today's devotion is called The Power of Unity in Warfare. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I have not called you to fight every battle alone. I've called you to stand with others. For one can put a thousand to flight and two can put 10,000 to flight and together you will see swift victory, says the Spirit of God. Stubborn battles that could not be won will be won in an instant as you stand together in unity. For there is unity, where there is unity, I command a blessing, says the Lord. That blessing is called victory, increase, retribution, vindication, By allowing me to use you as a war club for your brothers and sisters, I will bring increase to you and the spoils of war will be part and parcel of your reward, says the Spirit of God. 1 Peter 3, 8, 1 Corinthians 1, 10, Philippians 2, 2 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, help me see any place of my mind that is not in unity with your spirit. Help me find those who can truly agree with me in spiritual warfare prayer unto victory. I decree that spiritual, that slippery path for the enemy trying to sneak up. I decree that a slippery path, a slippery path for the enemy that's trying to sneak up on my soul. I declare I am in unity With the body of Christ, the remnant and the enemy is scurrying away in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we give you praise this morning. We honor you, (laughs) the God of all, the creator of all. Whether people receive you or not, you are still their God. And one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you are God. Whether people in this world, this age acknowledge you as God or not, you are still God. You are the almighty God. You are the all-powerful God, despite the injustices, despite the violence, despite the hate. You are still God and you are still on the throne. (laughs) Not even... Ah, Jesus, not even our unbelief can remove you from the throne. Not even our pain can displace you from your throne. Not even our frustration and our anger can move you from your throne. You are a righteous God and you remain holy and pure and true. And so we praise you today and we submit ourselves, our hearts to you fully today, God, because you are our only good and you're the only path to peace. It's you, it's Christ, the King of glory. You are the only way. You are the absolute truth. You are the resurrection life. You are our God. And we submit our hearts to you today in pure adoration and devotion to your agenda, the agenda of the almighty God. That is what we align our hearts with, not man's agenda, (laughs) not some business agenda, not the enemy's agenda. Your agenda, your will, that is what we seek. That is what we desire. That is what we are contending for in the earth, God. It is your will, not our will, but your will, not our will, unless our will is submitted to your will and our will is one with your will. God, would you help us? Would you pour out the spirit of revelation? Oh God, give us instruction. Give us understanding. 
give us a cool spirit help us to keep a level head in the midst of an angry world of a wicked world <laughs> of a world where the enemy has deemed himself ruler because Adam sold the lease of the earth to Satan himself he was a sinner from the beginning a liar from the beginning would you help us Lord to stop falling for the lies of the wicked one in whatever shape or form whatever volume they come at us a whisper a loud voice a roaring lion oh God would you help us to remember that the enemy is loose in the earth trying to turn us against one another trying to bring division because he knows that a house divided cannot stand oh the enemy knows all too well that if he can sow seeds of discord in the church he renders our power largely impotent how ironic how ironic God would you help us to stop biting and devouring each other would you help us Lord to stop turning against each other to stop pointing fingers at one another and begin to see the enemy not to turn a blind eye to the injustice not to turn a blind eye to the rhetoric not to turn a blind eye to the lack of concern and care but to understand to understand that when we bite and devour one another we will be consumed by one another and nothing is solved nothing is changed Holy Spirit you are the change agent in the earth you are the change agent in the earth you are the only one who can bring forth the change that we all desire the changes in us the changes in our society the changes in our political system the changes in our police forces the changes in the governments of the earth the changes oh the changes oh the changes you are the only one who can bring forth the changes and you've only asked us to come together in your name and agree in prayer that's what you've asked us to do to come together under the banner of love and agree with your will and then take the actions that you inspire our hearts to push forward <laughs> that's all you've asked us to do you've not asked us to change it you've asked us to agree with you so that your change agent can bring about the solutions would you help us Lord to begin to unite under the banner of love the banner of Jesus Christ the banner of victory and pray without ceasing until we see your will come to pass not growing weary in well-doing but standing and withstanding in the evil day our faces set like flint seeing through the subterfuge of the enemy seeing through the lies seeing through the strategies of the enemy to divide a house divided cannot stand 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 God would you help us to get it this morning we are all flawed creatures you created us in your image but we all have this sin nature <laughs> and we keep messing it up even for our best efforts we can't do what we want to do all the time we slip we fall we mess it up we have knee-jerk reactions we speak when we should be silent we're silent when we should speak we can't seem to get it right who will deliver us from this body of death oh thanks be to God Christ Jesus will so we submit ourselves to Christ Jesus 
We submit ourselves to your word, God. Help us to submit ourselves to your word, God. Doing what your word says. Not delaying our obedience because our feelings get in the way. Because our flesh gets in the way. Because our biases get in the way. Because our greed gets in the way. Whatever. Help us, Lord, to stop letting whatever it is that's getting in the way of our obedience. Help us, Lord, to kick it out of the way. Those temptations. The pain, the hurt, the anger, the frustration, the laziness, whatever it is. It's not the same for all of us. It's not the same for all of us. Whatever it is, God, that keeps us from total obedience, full surrender, absolute surrender. Get it out of the way. Get it out of us. Help us, Lord, to sell out to being those living epistles. To be able to express how we feel in a way that brings glory to you. (laughs) Help us to express how we feel in a way that is constructive so that we can be part of the solution as peacemakers rather than stirring more strife. (laughs) Jesus, the Bible calls strife an abomination. An abomination. An abomination. Would you forgive us? (laughs) How easy it is for us to see what everybody else is doing wrong and we don't see what we're doing wrong. It's okay when we're acting out, but God forbid somebody else acts out. We can criticize and slam and slander them for their misspoking and their actions, but we don't see what we do. We don't recognize our own foibles. It's easy to judge the speck in somebody else's eye, yet we have a telephone pole in our own eye and we're like a battering ram hurting people all around us because of our own insensitivities to the Spirit of God. Our own insensitivities to the Spirit of God. And we're hurting people around us, not because we want to, but because we're selfish. Because we want our way more than your way, God. We want our way more than your way. We want to be right so bad we've just got to be right that we forgot about being righteous. We forgot about being holy. We forgot about submitting ourselves to the word. All this debate and contention. Stay and stay home from church. Go to church. Open your church. Don't open your church. Speak out. Don't speak out. Vote for this one. Don't vote for that one. Take a vaccine. Don't take a vaccine. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Enough. God, help us to just shut our mouths if it's not constructive, to stop engaging in the word wars. These word wars. We just got to be right. Can't just let something pass by on Facebook. God forbid we just keep scrolling. No, we've got to not just express our opinion, but do it in such a way that it grieves the Holy Ghost. We, we don't just express our opinion in a polite way. We've got to do, we've got to, we've got to use our words as weapons against people just to let them know that we've got a sharper tongue than they do. Would you forgive us, God? Would you forgive us, God? Forgive me. We bite each other. We devour each other. And we wonder why there's so much strife in the body of Christ. It's because we've allowed it. God didn't bring the strife. And you can't really blame the devil. He's the root of it, but we're cooperating with it. So, Father, would you help us? Because there are many ills in society. And as a social justice prophet, I stand 
from the perspective of the throne room and I look down on the earth and I see the ills in the nations not just America how about China how about Africa how about the continent how about Australia we're not called to cure every ill of society but we're all called to stand for something but we can't stand not really not on God's side if we don't keep clean hands and a pure heart so help us Lord as we contend for justice in the nations come on there's so many of you from many different nations Malaysia I know there's injustice in your country New Zealand Australia I know what's going on there London I see it I've been there I understand it we're all called to different assignments but we have to keep clean hands and a pure heart we ha- we cannot allow our frustrations to cause us to rebel against the Word of God and the commandment to love one another so would you help us Lord to love one another to hate what God hates to love what God loves but to walk in love even with the unlovable because that's what ultimately wins love conquers all help us Lord to stop biting and devouring each other help us Lord to get the strife out of our hearts so that we can accomplish your will in the earth you can't only use us so much if we're standing against your word you can only use us so much you can only use us so much how can you really use us to solve the problem when we're standing against your word when we're sowing strife when we're quick to speak when there's a sword in our mouth that's cutting people to bits how can you we expect you to use us to solve the problem so cleanse our mouths God cleanse our hands purify our hearts because the battle is fierce and it's raging in the nations and every nation has its own ills and there are many ills there are many wrongs but God is a God of justice God is a God of justice he remains a God of justice he remains a God of justice he remained just because there's injustice in the world doesn't change the stance of God Lord told me many years ago life is not fair but God is just 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 help us to rest in that truth that you are just and you will vindicate and you will bring the evildoers to a day of reckoning that's what you will do because that is what you've promised to do help us to keep the faith when our hearts are failing because of fear and because of anger because of frustration help us to keep the faith to keep fighting the good fight of faith there's a right way to fight help us to fight your way God not the enemy's way not low blows we don't want to get down on the devil's level we want to be in that spirit of unity where you command a blessing that's where we want to fight from that position in Christ we want to fight against Christ for a good cause just because we want to fight in Christ we are on his side we've got to get on your side God would you help us to get on your side arguments in marriages get on God's side and you'll stop arguing <laughs> disagreements in boardrooms get on God's side and you'll get in agreement <laughs> debates over how to run a nation get the politicians in a room lock him in there with the Holy Ghost get on God's side and there will be no more debates do you understand the words coming out of my mouth would you help us Lord to get on your side 
to get on your side, God. To get on your side. <laughs> it's not neighbor against neighbor and church against church and business against business. It's all for one under the banner of Jesus. The pre-incarnate Lord showed up. Joshua was standing there and Joshua said, are you on my side? Or are you on their side? And the angel of the Lord said, neither you get on my side, take off your shoes. You're on holy ground. Help us to remember that if we're on the wrong side of your word, then we're not on your side and you can't fight for us like you want to God. Amid all the injustice, all the thievery, all the racism, all the domestic abuse, all of it, the sex trafficking, help us Lord to get on your side in the battle. Because that is where the grace comes. That's where the spirit of revelation flows. That is where the understanding manifests. That is where the strength comes from. Our strength comes from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. Help us to get on your side, God. Even if nobody else is. <laughs> Even if we have to stand alone as the only one in our household or the only one in our community who will not bow to the pressure of the media to hate, to turn against one another, to bite and devour one another. Even if we're the only one in our workplace who refuses to come against the business owner or the boss because of the way they handled something that we don't like, we have to get on God's side, whatever God's side is. So help us, Lord, to discern what you want us to do, because we've got to stay on your side. We can't just expect to do things our way and have you take up for us. You, you, we can't just expect you just to be on our side if we're not doing what's right. If our motives aren't right, if we're being led forth by anything but love, how can we expect you to show up and solve a problem? You, we can't. So reset our minds this morning, God. Reset our minds. Help us to see that the best way forward is love and unity because that's where you command a blessing. We've got to get on your side. Thank God. We know your general will. Father, bring peace to your, to your, to your church. We ask you, Lord, to bring peace to your church, to bring healing to your church, the true believers. Even those who have been hurt and wounded, bring healing, bring peace. Help us to see those who are frustrated, those who are angry, those who are in lack, those who are facing poverty. Bring peace, bring your peace so that we can stop reacting out of emotions, very real emotions, overwhelmed emotions, rightly so aggravated emotions anger we don't want to react out of these things we feel them we don't want to move out of that we want to move out of your spirit that's how we want to move we want to move with your spirit we don't want to move out of our own flesh we can't solve a problem in our flesh we'll never do it we thank you for your mercy and your patience with us because we are but humans. You remember our frame. You know that we are but dust. We're just humans. We're going to blow it. We're going to get in our flesh. It's going to happen. But help us to be quick to recognize when we've crossed the line and to repent so that we can step back into your grace to empower us to be peacemakers again, to solve problems that hate you hate them. You hate them. 
We've got to be part of the solution. Jesus, would you help us heal your lands, God? This earth is yours and the fullness thereof. Heal America. Heal the UK. Heal the land in Europe. Heal the land in Australia, in New Zealand. Heal the land in Canada, in Latin America. Heal the land in China, in North Korea, South Korea, the Philippines, all of Southeast Asia. Heal the land in Russia. Heal the land in the Ukraine, all throughout Eurasia. Heal the land. Heal the land in Iceland. Heal the land. Heal the land, God. Heal your people. Bring souls into your kingdom. Help us to remember the kind of witness that we're being to the lost when we move in our flesh instead of your spirit. Help us to be more cognizant that we're supposed to be living epistles. And we're supposed to be the healing agents, not the inflaming agents. And help us, Lord, in our ignorance. Because sometimes we just don't know. Sometimes we do our best and we make a bigger mess. Jesus. Father, we do. We repent for having our own opinions when you've already told us what you think. We repent for doing things our own way when you are the way. Help us, Lord, because your spirit is grieved and you love us with such a passion. You want to bring us back into that place of peace and joy and hope for a bright future. So I speak against the hopelessness and I speak against the frustration and I speak against all the strategies of the enemy to divide us. And I ask you, Lord, to make us more sensitive to your spirit so that we could move with you, be change agents, reconcilers. Peter said, finally, all of you, all of you, that doesn't leave anybody out, all of you have unity of mind. If we all had the mind of Christ, we wouldn't have to be concerned about having unity of mind. It's when we come out of the mind of Christ that we begin to bite and devour each other. He said, have unity of mind, sympathy. Some of us need to have way more sympathy than what we have. Stop being so quick to write off somebody else's pain because you don't understand it or because you've never experienced it. Because you don't understand it, because it doesn't make sense to you. Brotherly love, a tender heart, a humble mind. Paul said, I appeal to you. I appeal to you by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ that all of you agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be united in the same mind and the same judgment. Change our perspectives, God, to match and align with your perspectives. Paul said, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Look how many times these scriptures on unity speak about the mind. That's where it starts. It's all the vain imaginations, the enemy's attack on our minds that wants to turn us against each other. Democrats and Republicans, uh, uh, you know, whatever, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, company against company, race against race. Church against church, God forbid. Paul said, above all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. The enemy is trying to tear us apart, but love will bind us together. You know, Psalm 133.1, you know, Psalm 133.1, you know, Psalm 133.1, you know, Psalm 133.1, you know, Psalm 133.1. 
I know it. You know it. How good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. That's where the Lord commands a blessing. And we need a blessing. We need a blessing. We need a blessing. So help us to get back in unity. I don't know that we've ever truly had it. So help us get in it. Father, help us in Jesus' name. Paul said, aim for restoration. Comfort one another. Agree with one another. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. This is what the word says. This is what we're supposed to do. This is what we're supposed to agree with. Not dismissing a wrong, not ignoring a wrong. But working together to solve the wrong. Not pretending a wrong doesn't exist. Not blaming somebody for the wrong they've suffered. Get to the heart, God. Circumcise our hearts. Circumcise our hearts. Circumcise our hearts. Cut off the fleshly part. And fill us with your spirit again. Paul said, I urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility <laughs> and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit. There's one blood, guys. We're to be eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Expect the world to bite and devour each other. But if we can't get this right in the church, there is no help. There is no other place where the world can find solutions except for the church. And when the church is biting and devouring each other and splitting hairs over how something was said when the motives were pure and ignoring the injustices of those in the body who are suffering, dear God, don't you understand that when one of us suffers, we all suffer. Some are just too privileged to even identify with another person's suffering. They want to blame people for their own suffering. It just makes no sense. But if the church can't stay unified, if the church can't get it together, if the church can't stop dividing and devouring each other, it's not worth continuing to even try. If we're dead set on battling each other inside the church, there's no way the world's ever going to follow us. Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. So we have to ask ourselves in the heat of a world crisis, in the heat of racial contention, in the heat of economic warfare, different of you in different nations are dealing with different issues. And I'm talking to the world right now, not just America. We have to decide in the heat of all these things. I mean, come on, in China and Iran, North Korea, they've got a different issue. It's called the persecuted church. It's called they're killed for their faith. They're murdered for believing in Christ. So every nation has a different issue, okay? And I'm speaking to the world, so don't get in your mind about what I'm saying. Understand this is a universal problem. Stay, stay in God's heart. But if the church can't be the church in these times that we're in, we're in these end times, if we can't be the church, then what do you expect the world to do? It's just going to get worse. We're supposed to be the salt and the light, the shining light. We're supposed to glorify the God of our Lord Jesus Christ with one voice. So help us to do that, God. Whether you're in Malaysia or you're in South America or you're here in the U.S., the call and the charge is the same. 
May the God of endurance and encouragement hear me now. Romans 15, 5. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus. Romans 14, 19. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. We've got to stop tearing each other down. All my white friends out there, you need to get a clue and a hint and start showing some sympathy and quit acting like the problem doesn't exist. If you are one that thinks that African Americans are overreacting, you need to check your heart because you've not endured what they've endured. To some of our black friends out there, I just ask you to please try to understand that those who are trying to help aren't going to necessarily say it right or get it right. But if they have the right motives, would you please embrace the camaraderie? And most of you do. 99% of you are grateful for the unity. But for that 1% out there that just wants to nitpick, even those who are trying to help, would you please stop? That 1% who just are hurt and angry, would you please help us to help you? Father, we submit ourselves to you, and we understand that we all come from different cultures, even within America. The cultures are vastly different from New York to Texas to Wisconsin. It's, it's different. We're different. We're a melting pot. Would you help us to really melt together and become one and understand that none of us are perfect? None of us are perfect. Dear God, I'm so far from perfect, I can't even begin to tell you how far from perfect and how many mistakes I make on a daily basis, how many times I'm tempted to lash out, how many times I'd rather just stay silent because of the warfare that ensues when you open your mouth, the devil hates it. The devil hates it every time I open my mouth. It's so tempting just to shut up and to say, this is not my battle. It's so tempting just to say, I don't need this warfare. Because the devil always just wreaks havoc whenever I open my mouth about these issues. It'd just be a lot easier just to shut up. But that's not what God says. God says, speak out against injustice. That's what God says. And I know why so many other leaders... Don't speak out. I know. I can see why. Because if you don't speak out, people criticize you. And if you do speak out, people criticize you. And you just can't win. But it seems like when you speak out, not only do people criticize you, but you get mega warfare from the devil too. But it will be a sin to violate the word of God. And the word of God says that we are to contend for justice. And we can't fight every battle. It would be exhausting. But God calls us all to fight the battles that he's graced us and anointed us for. Somebody asked me yesterday, it was just so, it was really clearly idiocy, and I'm sorry if that word offends, but I asked a question of the African-American community in America, what would you like white people to know? And people are mad because I say white and black, how am I else supposed to distinguish? But what the idiocy was is somebody said, when are you going to address the injustices done against Native Americans? And they were mad because I'm addressing this issue and I wasn't addressing their issue. What we all have to understand is that we are charged to speak what God says. God didn't tell me to speak anything about the Native Americans. I'm not against Native Americans. I understand they've been uh, wronged as well. But God has told me to speak on this. So the point is, is that you're always going to have somebody who doesn't like what you say or you didn't say the right thing or you didn't speak to my people group or you didn't speak soon enough, or you didn't speak often enough, or when you did speak, you said the wrong thing. But guys, that's why they call it a culture war. 
That's why they call it a culture war. And God has not called us to sit on the sidelines and watch. He's called us to engage. Let our light shine. So, Father, help us walk in love and in forgiveness. Because your word commands it. Not even because we want to. God knows sometimes we don't want to. But it doesn't work that way. Amen. JenniferLeClaire.eventbrite.com. That's where you're going to find a lot of the different events. Dismantling Racism's Deadly Agenda. That's Friday night with the impartation service. Enoch's Secrets to Walking with God. Free webinar. Casting Out Demons and Slaying Your Giants. A free webinar. Pittsburgh, I'll be with you Monday, June the 15th. There's only a few seats left. The Seer Activation Tour in Pittsburgh. Charlotte, North Carolina. And Moravian Falls, the Moravian Falls Encounters. You want to meet me there? I'll be doing the Charlotte Sierra Activation Tour. Atlanta and Jacksonville will be rescheduled. The new dates will be up as soon as we hear back from our hosts, hopefully by the end of this week. Some of you, if you're serious and you have the means, please fly down, drive down to South Florida. I understand all of you can't do that. We couldn't fit you all in the building anyway, but some of you can. Email the office if you need instructions or directions, awakeninghouseofprayer.com. Amen. Have a great day, guys. (laughs) Bless you guys. Have a great day. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seer's ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.